1: You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. We're so super excited for this
0: conversation. Sarah and I have both been homeschooling for several years. We've kind of always done it. That was actually one of the first things I think we connected on was, you know, we love Jesus, we love moms, and we love homeschooling. And one of the things that first really drew me to Sarah was how lighthearted and laid back she was about homeschooling. Because I think even at that time, I, was, I hadn't crossed over to that world yet. And I was like, kind of, you know, doing the thing, but not from a place of peace and rest, more from a place of like stress. And so I've learned a lot from Sarah. But basically, our heart and sharing today with you guys is, you know, just to encourage you to kind of take some of that burden and maybe heaviness that you have put on yourself off your shoulders and just to bring clarity around what homeschool can look like and that it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to look a certain way.
1: Sarah, do you want to share anything
0: else before we kind of just really dive into our chat?
1: If you are listening to this and you have felt overwhelmed at, you know, all the things right now, just take a breath. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> We're all together in this. We're all about to enter into a little bit of a season of transition in the fall. It always happens. It's going to happen every year um, until our kids graduate. I don't know about you, Sarah,
0: but, you know, when um, newer homeschooling moms reach out to me and ask for advice, which is pretty often, one of the main things they are stressing about is what curriculum do I choose? And How do I set up a schedule? How do you respond when someone, when a mom reaches out to you and they're like stressing about where do I get started and what, what curriculum? That's usually the first question. I'm like, Mm -hmm. that, that matters. But when you get into it, it's like, that's like the least. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it really know. is. It really is. Um, I'm kind of an eclectic homeschooler. So I tend to be someone that tries something out. And if I don't like it, I switch to something else. And so I've kind of tried a lot of things with my kids and you start to realize like your kids are really different. And sometimes they need like one might be ahead, one might be behind, one might be right. Where you expect them to be just coming into it with an attitude of like, I'm going to get some recommendations from people. And I'm gonna to try to find the one that seems to fit my personality the best and fit my family's needs the best. But ultimately, like, I'm not marrying this curriculum. <laughs> I might even yeah. change it mid-semester. I might change it the next year. There's always something new popping up every year. And that might even kind of like, <laughs> you might get like FOMO all of a sudden. You're like, oh, I did want to do this thing. And I felt like this is from the Lord. And th- but this person's doing this. And now that sounds good. So you just have yeah. to like weigh and discern, like, should I stick to this? Should I change? Am I just having FOMO? Homeschool mom FOMO is real. Can we just like pause there for a
0: second? It's like, There's the mom comparison that's just always there no matter what. But then when you cross over to like homeschool mom comparison, it like the intensity of that, like the comparison and the FOMO, I think it grows exponentially by like maybe a thousand percent because (laughs) now you're not just comparing like, am I, you know, do I feed my kids healthy meals like that mom or you know, am I on time like that, mom? Do I do mm-hmm. enough extracurricular activities or, you know, all these things with my kids? Do I play with my kids enough like that? Mom? All that stuff. Now it's like we're measuring our kids' reading skills, <laughs> their, you know, manners, what, you know, what curriculum, how many days a week, what kind of, you know, extra complementary things and like all of those things now that you're schooling your kids in addition to mothering your kids now it's like okay all of that falls back on me and their performance measures how good of a mom slash homeschooler i am so the am i doing enough um am i as good as that like should i do that because that was better her kids look smarter so maybe i'm you know, what am I doing wrong? It's like always that temptation. It's like a trap. It's just always there. Like that trap door is always like right underneath you kind of. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, I guess that's kind of like one of the first things I address. like, okay, we can talk about curriculum, but like the first thing to know is like, you can't really mess it up. If like your heart is really unto the Lord, like this is, I'm raising my children for heaven, not Harvard. And this is about character. Mm-hmm. And this is about like, what's their assignment? And how do I prepare them for what their calling is? And so mm-hmm. that took so much pressure off me. Like, okay, their math curriculum doesn't matter that much. And like you said, mm-hmm. we can change it anytime. It's really about stewarding hearts. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, a lot of the reason we're choosing to, to educate at home um, there's some kind of a heart reason attached to that. And so focus on that. What made you say yes. And that like, keep coming back to that. Why, um, in those moments of like, am I doing enough? Is this the right thing? Did I do Mm -hmm. it correctly? And then, yeah, depending on your personality, if you like community and you want to do classical conversations or something like that, where there's like a community, then you can totally do that. But, um, I, you know, I'll recommend based on like what I've done and what we've loved, but it's just so different for every family. Like some kids like to sit down with a workbook and have a certain number of worksheets that they're supposed to get through each day. And they, they just like to sit and read and, and do worksheets. And then some Mm -hmm. kids like to just, um, you know, play outside and, and learn like kinesthetically and hands-on and, you have to do small, almost really small segments and then <laughs> breaks of runtime in between. Yeah. Um, that would be one of mine. Um, if I made her sit down and do worksheets all day, she would, you know, hate school- learning and hate me probably. So, you know, I think it's less about the curriculum and more about, you know, just what do you want it to look like? What's what's fun for you? What's fun for kids? For the kids, I do some online education, so I'm not even teaching them all the things. I'm facilitating, but they do actually, you can have someone else teach. But at the end of the day, it's like, did I do this in a way that is creating more connection with my kid and I, or my kids and I, or am I so, you know, wrapped up in doing it right that my stress and my frustration and the pressure I'm putting on myself is transferring onto them and actually causing a disconnect. Yeah,
1: And I've done way, you know, um, probably a lot. 1000%. I agree. Like if there's one thing I'm constantly telling moms, it's like work to your strengths first. And Mm -hmm. if there's an area that's a strength of yours that you're actually like overusing, like maybe you're super spontaneous and that's your strength. And there may be times where you're overusing that strength and you do need to bring in a little bit of structure because, and you know, when you know, when that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) um, (laughs) But you shouldn't feel condemned because your strength is being spontaneous. Like, you should feel total freedom to use that strength. And I f- 100% believe that, like, the things that we carry as moms, we are supposed to give to our kids. So, if your strength yeah. is like being really structured and like maybe that's something your child will need in the future and you don't even know it now and you don't know why, like, you love doing this. <laughs> I know moms that love reading out loud. Okay. I hate reading I don't let my kids hear you. I hate reading out loud. <laughs> I just don't like it. So I outsource my reading out loud a lot. Like we do read aloud stories on YouTube or like my husband will read out loud. Or you know, like it's just not how I'm gonna it's not how I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna have any fun. I'm gonna like uh start resenting homeschool time. You know, I I also believe that Our kids are given to us to grow us. So there are times when, like, I do need to grow in a certain area, and homeschool is pushing me to grow in that area. But, you know, it's a balancing act. We should never feel condemned because, you know, of who we are and what we carry, what we bring to the table. And I usually am telling parents do less, not more. Like, whatever you feel like you're supposed to be doing, probably do less than that. probably take it back a notch, you know, <laughs> Like okay. um, what, whatever someone else made you feel like you're supposed to be doing, or you read something and it just like came on you, uh, take it back a notch and like maybe go back to what you're originally doing and like possibly add something to it, but definitely don't do something just because someone else is doing it. We're so glad you're here. We want to help you grow and connect with other moms just like you moms who are homeschooling entrepreneurs and figuring out every day how to walk out both of those assignments without sacrificing one for the other. So join our Facebook community at our website. And if you want to get a glimpse into what heart-centered homeschooling can look like, go right now to thejoyfulmama.com and download our free homeschooling ebook. Seriously though, go right now before a kid wants a snack. That's thejoyfulmama.com.